0: Welcome to TheAnchor.com, TheAnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world, from your bedroom, living room, bathroom, wherever you choose to be heard. This segment, I am going to talk about two brothers who I definitely love their music and their vibe and how they fed off of one another and the balance and the musical hybrid they created together. I am talking about the Brothers Johnson. And they... Got. I'm talking about their greatest hits. And they got their start. They got the tour uh, with Billy Preston, did some gigs with Ringo Starr, did some gigs back in the day. Eventually, it led up to a hookup with Quincy Jones, Metal Madness, back in 75. And they ended up getting their own gig together. and end up producing and working with them. And I'm going to talk about how that start and some of their biggest hits um, and who they work with and how things evolve from there. Now, they came out with the Bursts. Uh, I'll be good to you, which was their lead-off jam, and we'll talk about a smashing song! It definitely had the grooves, it definitely had the pocket, definitely had the feel. It was a catchy song, very soulful song, and had a very coolness about it. And they, you know, definitely locked up a groove with that one. That was definitely one of those cuts that you just, you know, they definitely had a tone and a feel, and it was a um, it was a song that definitely got them on the map. Um, and it was, like I said before, love the groove, love the lock. You could tell between the guitar and the bass, they were definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with and their harmony and their style. it was something else just to hear that too. So that was like the cut, one of the cuts that got them going. And, um, the other cut that got them going was a cover of the old Shuggy Otis song, Strawberry Letter 23. And, you know, when you hear that song, you think of the ice cream trucks, you think of, you know, you have a certain type of uh, mental uh, vibe and view of it, but it was the right song for them, and it, it definitely um, broke them properly, and Lee Rittnard did the guitar solo, Quincy Jones did the arrangement, and he definitely had heard something, Quincy Jones is one of his, to me, one of the best assets about him, He's, he is truly a great arranger if anything, as of being a talent scout, knowing when to put the right instruments on the right voices and the right words, he makes, he definitely understands that, and he got it right with this song, as it definitely complimented them, Uh, definitely was something that uh, worked, and it, you know, it's like one of them songs that you just couldn't turn off, it was so catchy, and it was a groove, you know, so it was tight. And of course I like get the funk out of my face. That was um I wouldn't bump and cut. You know, funny thing when you hear how it ends, that was the end of the tape, but it was that rawness it was it was a raw, rough sound that definitely uh showcased the chops and their grooves and you got to hear them rumbling in the grooves and again they had some real tight funky songs, you know, so you know their songs had some real edge to them. Uh, one of my other songs that I definitely liked around that time was Land of Ladies. That was a smooth out, uh, real nice, smooth jam. Like the vocals, like the instrumentation. Uh, like the way that it builds up, like the way it grooved. You know, and they definitely had cuts like that that you would definitely like listening to. And they definitely had a nice sound, nice arrangement. So, you know, they had some tight what we call slow cuts that definitely hit the spot, and they were definitely, um, those were some bumpers, they were, you know, when you hear that, that harmony, that sound, it definitely works, so, you yeah. know, then we go up to, like, light, light of the night, like the, um, tone of that song, like the feel of that cut, um, had a, a, a melodic, light touch to it it was a bumper, you know, it was, like, one of them songs that kind of, like, you get your grasp into, um, and they, and it had a freshness to it, it was the way it was arranged, you know, so, it was definitely one of them songs that, um, you know, you could definitely feel it coming into view, you know, and, um, you know, definitely one of those songs that you just, like, yeah, that has a nice has a nice bop to it so it was definitely a nice tone and feel you know and that was that was really a cool cool song. um one of the other songs that I really dug when I was listening to the Brothers Johnson at that particular time uh, I had to say was "Stone," one of the funkiest songs that was definitely a banger you know, songs that you know, the groove was just definitely just I love the way the groove went in that song. I love the way that it was uh, so put together. Um, you know, when I when I, when I I hear that song that bass and the way that the coldness of it, the guitar, everything about it was just like one of them songs where you just was like bopping to and, you know, you just felt like, wow, this song is really, really on point, and, um, you know, it, it, it left you, like, going with, wow, they definitely on it with this one, Stomp was, like, one of their biggest songs, it was a true funk jam, they did that with Rod Templeton, and it, it just grooved, and that was, like, to me, it's them coming in terms of peak and prime as themselves, but um, they're coming to themselves as 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 musicians outmorning because they had a, you know, they were coming into it. So I was definitely feeling that one. And Stomp is one of them songs that it them. It had all the grooves, had all the stops, and it was like definitely a cook. One of them songs that was big back in the day. And it still, it's still fries right now. It's definitely one of them songs, so I had to give Stomp too. Then their next album is when they departed from working with Quincy Jones. And they did the real thing. And that was a nice, that was like one of the best songs that Quincy Jones didn't have me saying Because the horns were nice. Jerry Hay did the horn charts. Um, I love the way the song just grew. And it was catchy. It was fun. There's a lot of energy. I like the I like the chants in the song. Now they had, like I said before, they had a distinctive hybrid of music that they would do, and they had a certain type of groove that complemented uh, where they were at as musicians, as performers, as writers. And this was another one of those songs that you know you sat there and you had to bop to. So. Um, I really enjoyed it a whole lot. I really, you know, I was feeling that cut. And, um, it was a strong cut. The horns were off the churns. They were tight. They were tight. Uh, the next one that they came out with, was the 184. You Keep Me Coming Back. They did that one with Leon Silvers. Which, it was an interesting configuration of how the bass interpretation, um, Again, they were moving on into a different direction. And it was a cool cut. It was cool. Um, it was like the harmony, like the wordplay. You know, um, that's one of the things I would say about that. And the last major hit that I remember and I want to say was 88 with Kick It to the Curb. They got more on the synthesizer, more the uh, electro modernized funk move. And again, they changed with the times. And... There were certain things I like more than others, but I and, and I would definitely have my preference. I still think they, their peak was, uh, you know, 76 through 81. But mind you, they could still play. They still had grooves. And they had a very unique way of the, the way they, they put their thing together. You know, their Brothers Johnsons are, are one of the most, uh, you know, underrated acts in the sense that they had a cool, unique style to what they were doing musically. And, um, you know, you definitely... Could feel their presence and it definitely left a lasting impact Um, like the instrumentations, the arrangements, how everything, how they did it. So it was a real cool style and sound. But anyway, please share with me your favorite Brothers Johnson songs, videos, albums. Um, You know, keep your hands, wash your hands, keep your mind to watch out for another. And remember, like I always say, a song or an album might be old, but there's always something new to find. The Brothers Johnson's had some very distinctive pieces in their in their catalog and it was a real interesting story how where they came and where they ended up going and, and what they meant musically. So if you get a chance, check out their records and check out them, some of the footage of them live. You will definitely be for a nice surprise as they definitely left a mark. So until next time, keep it funky. Have a good one. Peace.